Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. Great to be here. So I think there's three key themes, really, as we look into, into the next week. Inflation, growth and credit. Perhaps you can share your thoughts as you look into the week ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I mean, you know, last week was a very volatile week for global financial markets uh, as policymakers, uh, analysts and traders adjusted uh, to a more acute, persistent inflation threat. However, uh, as we discuss in this week's blog, uh, it's not simply a case of adjusting rate policy to stamp out the threat of inflation, uh, at least not in all jurisdictions. Uh, but the differentials uh, between underlying components of inflation are also key, um, especially when we factor in different growth and credit dynamics, uh, which essentially govern uh, the likely success and or unwanted side effects uh, of tighter monetary policy settings. So first, we start in the UK, where the data gives uh, more of an insight into two of these factors, uh, inflation and growth. Now, on Tuesday, we get the employment report uh, for December and January. Uh, where markets will be looking at progress towards maximum employment uh, and any extension of uh, rising wage inflation trends. Uh, On Wednesday, we get the CPI for January, and markets see relative stability here in the uh, expectations for the data, uh, but upside surprises in Europe and the US for January uh, will keep participants on their toes. Uh, Then on Friday, we get retail sales for January, uh, an important gauge of the implications uh, of rising inflation and other factors such as uh, higher national insurance contributions on uh, on household consumption in the UK. You know, a key balancing act that will keep policy uncertainty very high uh, and the Bank of England very attentive. Then secondly, in the Eurozone, uh, last week, uh, markets rushed to reprice the European yield curves as a function of the perceived hawkish pivot from the ECB. However, as we discuss uh, in the blog, uh, the ECB, uh, in sharp contrast to the US, Uh, have to contend with inflation that is almost entirely driven by supply-side factors, uh, and that's predominantly energy prices. Uh, You know, as President Lagarde uh, alluded to at the end of this week, tightening policy against this backdrop will not address the supply-side issues, but may be detrimental to growth and employment. Uh, This is precisely the trade-off we've highlighted uh, in relation to the Eurozone. Uh, With some, if not all, of the periphery facing higher debt loads post-COVID, negative connotations for future growth disproportionately impact peripheral credit spreads and thus the transmission of monetary policy. So next week, uh, we get German ZEW for February uh, and Eurozone uh, Q4 GDP growth. And that may well bring market focus back towards the implications for growth and business sentiment uh, and of higher implied or actual Eurozone rates. However, we'll also be looking at how uh, peripheral spreads react to this after a significant widening this week. Uh, And that will also play a part in shaping the ECB normalisation prospects uh, and the implications for markets. And then lastly, in the US, uh, the Fed is really at the epicentre of the inflation debate in in, uh, developed markets and global markets. Uh, And we've stated many times our view that the Fed are behind the curve on inflation. Uh, And last week's headline CPI print at 7.5%. I mean, it was eye-popping when it rose above 6%. We're running out of adjectives now uh, above 75 uh, And importantly, uh, at core inflation at around 6%. And this has intensified the debate about the Fed reaction function. 
uh, a big differentiator uh, being that there is significant excess demand in the US, not just supply side factors leading the inflation. Markets are now pricing around 175 basis points of hikes this year, uh, with tightening expected at pretty much every meeting in 2022. Uh, and that is almost as fast on the way, uh, the way up as it was on the way down in the face of a global pandemic. This week's FOMC minutes for January uh, may shine a light on the inflation discomfort at the Fed uh, and thus the intensity of their reaction function. Some commentators are even contemplating the prospect of an intra-meeting hike. Anyway, either way, uh, the Fed rate path or inflation response will continue to be the core driver of financial markets across asset classes and a key focus for us. Thank you, Neil. A lot to be looking at next week. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, an action-packed weekend. I think we've got uh, we're, we're sport for choice, really, from around the world. Where are you going to focus on first? Yeah, no, absolutely right. Yeah, the uh, the Premiership action is back again with uh, a couple of poten- potential banana skins with Burnley at Liverpool uh, and uh, Man City at Norwich. That may be interesting. Chelsea also in the Club World Cup final against Brazilian team Palmeiras. Uh, that may draw your attention. Um, in the Olympics, uh, there is a medal hope for Team GB, Laura Diaz in the skeleton, uh, but there's also action from snowboarding, ski jumping and speed skating to keep the attention uh, at the Olympics. There is obviously rugby after the disappointments of last weekend. Wales against Scotland, uh, France against Ireland should be the game of the weekend. And then it's England's chance to redeem themselves in Rome playing Italy. And then finally, rugby's American cousin, uh, American football, it's the Super Bowl this weekend, Super Bowl Sunday, very similar to, to the rugby, just a touch more pizzazz and a lot more body armour. Yes, always a spectacular affair and uh, definitely worth watching. Well, Neil, thank you so much for joining us again and outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. As ever, we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week. For more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.